Welcome to Business as a Magical Practice, where your business is the vehicle for your self-integration and soul evolution. My name is Sam Garcia, and I'm the founder of Dirty Alchemy Digital Marketing. I'll be guiding you through how you can use your business as a spiritual practice and what magical businesses are doing to hit their goals and change the world. Together, we'll be relating the mystical to the world of business so that our work can unite spirit and matter, shadow and light, conscious and unconscious. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Business as a Magical Practice. It is a casual Friday over here. (laughs) You may have noticed if you're watching on YouTube. And really excited to have this conversation with you today about time. And my mom visits tomorrow. (laughs) My mom, I I haven't seen my mom in in two years. She was supposed to come to Maui last year for my wedding, which was canceled because of COVID. So um, we're flying her out here and she's arriving tomorrow and I'm really excited. So I have this um, podcast recording happening the day before she comes so we can have it ready and easy to put out while she's still here. So today's about time. (laughs) Today we're talking about time. And I want to start with the fact that I've been going to the gym. I have been on and off with going to the gym for years of being consistent with workouts um, and exercise. And I grew up doing competitive dance and competitive gymnastics and the gymnastics. I'm 5'8". I'm so as soon as I got a little bit too tall, I stopped doing gymnastics. But but since stopping dance and since, since stopping gymnastics, I've been fairly inconsistent of incorporating movement into my schedule, even though I know how important it is for mental health. But I've been back going to the gym and been consistent with it. And one thing, if if you are someone who does strength training, one thing you realize is you can do the same exercise in the same amount of time with good form or bad form, and you get significantly different results, even though you're technically, for the most part, going through the exact same actions. So like you can think of uh, like in a recent gym class I went to, they were doing AMRAPs, which stands for as many reps as possible in a certain period of time, um, or as many, yeah, I think as many reps as possible uh, in a certain period of time. So like if you're supposed to do 10 sit-ups, then 10 push-ups, then repeat that over and over again until the time is done. You can go through that and have really shitty, lazy sit-ups and push-ups, or you can go a little bit slower. Maybe it's not even slower. It's just a little bit more focused intention and attention, uh, a little bit more precision. And you, over time, you realize that this builds up and produces different results. I mean, if you, you've ever looked into people who are really into it, like bodybuilders, people are going to doing competitions with sort of stuff. They, there's such a deep knowledge of body and mind connection, complete and total fo- Like you don't listen to music. You don't listen to a podcast while you're exercising. You are putting your complete mind, your complete brain's focus into your bicep while you're doing curls or into um, pulling your belly button to your spine during every single crunch, right? And I swear this has to do with time. I'm getting there. Okay. 
Um, and I, the first time I actually saw significant, like I, I saw it happen within my own body is I, uh, when I, I signed up for, uh, booty yoga, B U T I booty yoga, <laughs> they have an online, uh, online, essentially like Netflix for their classes. And it's, it's very, it's, it's not like normal yoga. There's a lot of, um, a lot of spiraling and a lot of, um, shaking your body, very different than classic than what we think of as classic yoga. But in some of their specific classes, it slowed down a lot and you're doing these teeny tiny movements of like you have your fingers over your belly button and you're moving your rib cage back and forth while your entire focus and intention is around like pulling your belly button in and feeling your muscles, all of the many, many different muscles in your core as they engage and they move. And while like you can do a 60 minute run or you can do a 60 minute hit session or you can do 60 minute strength building session, it was interesting with this specific practice that was so intentional with that mind-body connection suddenly the amount of time spent produced very different results. And as magical people, we understand the power of focus and connection. I mean, the talk of the unified will of unifying your unconscious mind and your conscious mind together to produce more power. Ritual in and of itself, like that is focus and connection with the beyond or with the materials in front of you and giving it significantly more meaning. So of course, we inherently understand the power of focusing your mind on body parts while you're working out. So what does it have to do with time? <laughs> I'm not ready to talk about it yet. Another aside. <laughs> so I feel like I've gotten to a certain level of mastery with money on a personal level, on a business level. I'm generating as much as I want now within my business. And our, our main focus is on stabilization now. So instead, in the past year or the past few years, the main mental focus and magical focus has really been striving for um, the next revenue goal or a specific revenue goal for the business. Uh, and we've, we're now at that. And I feel really like we're at this stable point as a business with two to three larger clients and the mastermind, um, uh, the alchemical business intensive. So my focus is starting to be able to be pulled away from money, pulled away from that being my magical intention and my mental focus into other things like becoming more efficient as a team. And yeah, I, I do have a few other offerings in mind uh, for the next few months, for the next couple of years, but I'm in no rush to put them out because I feel in my bones, the inevitability of their success. Um, and I do have next level revenue goals for the year, for the next few years, but I, I'm also not attached at all to the outcome. So, I mean, I, it, it's really bringing home to me the, the power of sufficiency and connecting in with sufficiency and security and being happy about where you're at. But the thing is, and now that we're at the sufficiency point monetarily as a business, you, I'm realizing how much, and I'm hearing, I'm hearing now, this message has always been there, how money is this infinite resource? I mean, they literally print more of it. But time is not. Time is a finite resource. 
I mean, we, we can expand it, we can quantum leap, but ultimately we only have a certain amount of time that we're alive in this current lifetime. So really excited for this next magical focus to be around time. Um, and by the way, this is totally inspired by Vicky Louise. Uh, she has, she has the podcast, fuck anxiety and get shit done. I'll link to it in the show notes. I mean, she talks so much about time, um, and, uh, really inspired by her work. So for myself, I already have a certain level of mastery with time. I've been told I do the work of four people in half the time. You can seriously read about that on our testimonials page on thedirtyalchemy.com, which has actually led me to be lazy and indulgent with time. Um, Because I'm so fast, because I can be so focused, I actually don't have to constrain that much with time because I can just get it done and I know that I'll get it done. But this is, and I like looking back to, I, back when I was 19, uh, I did a year-long apprenticeship to be a, an Ashtanga yoga instructor. Um, and really amazing. I, and one thing I realized through that process, and just, I mean, my, my life's experience within my own body, is that stretching and asana is another area where I can be completely and totally lazy. Because of my background in ballet, because of my background in um, gymnastics, I have a certain level of flexibility that allows me to cheat in yoga. So where someone has to, excuse me, (coughs) where someone normally has to rely on their strength for certain poses, or it's, it's this huge difficult thing to, and it requires so much focus and attention to do certain postures. I could be lazy because of the level of flexibility I had. I could, um, I could, uh, instead of having to, um, strengthen my abdominals or my arms, I could just rely on my flexibility to do the vast majority of poses and even advanced postures. And I'm seeing that with time now because I'm fast, because I'm powerful, I can be lazy with it. And maybe you feel this way too, right? There's this, this feeling of limitless time and spaciousness sometimes that can allow you to be lazy. Um, but I, so I'm not a mom, but I have plenty of mom friends and I'm always so amazed of their life pre baby and their life post baby and seeing how they miraculously get what needs to be done, done, even with, I don't know, half the time, a quarter of the time to do it than they did before, because they now have like a tiny human to take care of all the time. And that needs a lot of attention, right? Like they're essentially doing the exact same stuff before and after. Of course, they're deleting, eliminating what, cutting the fat of, of, what they were doing before to where they are after, but like they're getting what they need to be done in the time that they actually have. So I, I'm really inspired by that of like, what are we, what are we actually being lazy about? What are we actually just being like water filling a container or a gas filling the room as it exp- expands out this more innocuous, um, um, spaciousness that's not actually to our advantage. 
So um, I'm calling myself out now. I've also been really lazy with time because my husband, Eddie, he has uh, started a new farm project on uh, the west side of Maui and he's been working really long hours. So I haven't had a check in place to be like, okay, I, I can't actually work until 7 p.m. because I want to be connecting with my husband starting at 5 p.m. Like there hasn't really been that. So it's it's been <laughs> it, it, it's it's reinforced this laziness with time. So and another part of that is my team's time. Because I have a team, I have other, I essentially have other humans' time to get things done it's expanded that out even more. So when you have people to delegate to, suddenly it's not just about your time, it's you, your time and their time, which means you can be more lazy. <laughs> um, I actually don't think I'm lazy with uh, my team's time, uh, but it, I, and it's actually something I recommend for people who are hiring for the first time is like, you definitely want to eliminate Eliminate things you shouldn't, you don't need to be doing before you actually delegate things out because then you're just wasting money and you're wasting people's time, even if it's not your time. You don't really see it. It's like, it's harder to see when it's not actually your time. So, in this commitment of working with time for myself, it's going to be a lot more of like, how can I, how can I constrain time? How can I, how can I hack time? But also, how can I be really intentional? with my team's time, with my time. So uh, here are some of the things that I am planning on doing for this. And uh, <laughs> it is so Virgo, the list I made for you guys. It is like such a Virgo list of my, my plan for working with time. <laughs> but um, the, the very first practical one is I'm going to be reinstating the work with the Pomodoro technique uh, and being vigilant with the timer. Uh, if you listen to episode 11, the our very first very special episode, I talked about this as one of the things that I love. And the, the Pomodoro technique uh, is the, it comes from the idea and actual studies that show that our brains can only focus and retain information for certain, uh, for, uh, compressed periods of time. So you going and studying for an exam for four hours and it just being this open four hour space to study actually produced worse results and less got done than if it was cut, cut into, um, a bunch of 25 minute chunks of time of, 25 minutes on, five minutes off, 25 minutes on, five minutes off, 25 minutes on, five minutes off. So my commitment is to be actually vigilant about that. And um, I've played around with it a bit. It, I've found that it's not necessarily 25 minutes uh, that that's needed for certain things. It, it sometimes takes me for more creative things, like 45 minute timer for being in a groove. So what that actually looks like is if I'm planning my day the night before, the week before, or the morning of, and I have, okay, um, from eight to nine, I'm working on this. From nine to 10, I have a meeting. From 10 to 11.30, I'm going to work on this. From 11.30 to 12, I'm working on that. I actually put it in my Google calendar as like little time blocks. So it's not just like a, a long list of to-dos. It's like, no, this is the time in which I'm working and completing this thing. And then beyond that, if it is a 60-minute task, I'm actually doing 
two 25 minute work sessions within there. So like an example from today, I had to create an ad funnel and, um, put in all of the ad copy in there. So I had it um, set for a 60 minute time period to get all of that set up. And I put on my phone on airplane mode. I set the timer for 25 minutes and I really focused. There was like, there's no room for, (laughs) there's no room for distraction when you're, when you're um, racing the clock. And then my alarm went off and I took a five minute break and then I set an alarm again, another 25 minute work session and five minutes off. Um, And I've been committed to this for just like a week now of like, actually like we're fucking doing this. I'm fucking doing this. I'm, I'm committed to working on this time magic and mastering. It's so actually so weird to say mastering time. Like it makes me feel like so ego, uh, egoed out to be like, I'm going to master time. (laughs) But anyways, I, I just from doing committed to like these really simple practices for a week, I've already seen so much more success and so much like I felt so much more success, um, in my own body. And I've felt, uh, much more accomplishment. I've seen more get done in less time just because it's focus instead of like saying, Oh yeah, I'm going to like in the middle of working on this thing, I'm going to check my email and then there's a phone notification and then whatever, whatever. And I mean, there's studies on this, like the, the amount that multitasking, uh, multitasking actually makes us essentially equivalent to a drunk person working <laughs> like our, our our brain is distracted and it can't actually function the way it's supposed to um okay back to my virgo list um i've already mentioned this but not scheduling uh, uh oh yeah not scheduling checking notifications until very specific times of day so instead of be checking email all the time or having my phone beep at me all of the time, I actually am scheduling in time in my day of like, this is actually when I'm going to go look at my, keeping my phone. In, I'm actually not keeping my phone in the other room because I'm using it as a timer. <laughs> but uh, uh, the, from this time to this time, I'm going to check the notifications on my phone until then I'm not allowed to look at them. Or from this time to this time, I'm going to check my email. And other than that, I'm not actually going to look at them. And it, it's actually this huge anxiety relief and stress relief because um, it's not the time to work on it. It's not the time to look at them. Um, and I'm also committing to no drama allowed. So uh, if this has to be done in this certain task needs to be done in 25 minutes or 15 minutes or 60 minutes, whatever it is, um, I don't get to diddle daddle. Um, researching quotes for 20 minutes or staring at the thesaurus. So it's been really interesting and just um, uh, recognizing the potency that comes with this constraining of time or this intentional use of time, because it's, it's instead of like having these lazy habits of like, I'm just going to research quotes for as much as I want to find the perfect quote to go into this podcast episode. Um, I don't actually get to do that. Maybe I have five minutes to look up quotes. And if I don't find it, I don't find it. Like, oof, how painful is that? (laughs) And it also speaks to deciding ahead of time how long something is going to take. Okay. Like, can you see how that's actually connected to mastering time? And it's a practice that we can be developing, a skills that we can be developing. Right. Like 
it's not about I'm going into this task and I have no idea how it's going to take. It's I'm going to, if it's a huge task, I'm going to break it up. It's a, if it's a project, I'm breaking it up into smaller tasks. If, it, if it's a big ta- task, I'm going to break it up into smaller tasks so I actually can determine how long I want all of these pieces to be. And then I'm going to commit to it being that amount of time. Um, okay. So I'm actually adding some, cause before I was, I was telling you all about how lazy I've been, <laughs> how lazy I've been. And, um, because of it with time, um, because of that, I am instituting certain quote unquote checks or controls into this so that it is easier for me to maintain. And it's not just about me checking the timer or like not checking the timer. Um, so the way that I'm adding checks into my schedule is I'm scheduling things outside of work. I mean, this is super obvious, you guys. <laughs> so I'm actually adding things to my schedule for myself. So going to the gym three times a week. So that means I have to get done with this thing by 3.30 p.m. to go to the four o'clock class, right? So like I'm adding in these constraints these controls. Um, I am scheduling in massages. Um, I am scheduling time with friends so that the things that need to get done in a certain amount of times, they can't spill over anymore. I can't be lazy because I'm, I'm, I'm forcing myself to constrain time. Um, and also making these non-negotiable. So things outside of work, things that are for myself, for my body, for my spirit, like those are non-negotiable things on my schedule. <laughs> In line with these controls, it's also scheduling off hours. This is so not sexy <laughs> or like this like mind-blowing magical technique. But again, we're talking about magic in time. So it actually is a magical technique of scheduling off hours. This is like, okay, I'm working from this time to that time. And then it's the actual cutoff point. And then on the truly magical level, inspired by Anna Marbeck, um, who you can find her at annamarbeck.com. She told me that uh, she's been working with Saturn in a very lazy way, like not like these hour long rituals every single day or anything. So Saturn is actually the ruler of time. If we're talking about planetary magic, there's a podcast episode on that. If you don't know anything about planetary magic, I don't remember which number. So we'll link to it in the show notes. Um, So Saturn rules 3D reality, rules time, rules death, like, oh, what fun. Um, Also, if we're talking about other gods, like he's sometimes called Kronos, which is the keeper of time. And so she recommended um, Advanced Planetary Magic, which is a uh, ebook by Jason Miller. I'm already a big Jason Miller fan. We'll link to that in the show notes. I haven't looked into this yet, but I'm really, really excited to do so. I will keep you posted on how it goes. But um, from what Anna was saying, uh, it has just an engaging in Saturn in a way of reverence and like through what Jason explains in this, it's like a $25 ebook. It's like very accessible. Um, she has found that suddenly like when a client, when a client cancels because of a time issue, she's like, Oh, perfect. Like it wasn't going to work for me either. Or like things, everything coming together in perfect timing. So, um, inviting Saturn in to help with perfect timing. So I'm really excited about that. I'll keep you posted on how it goes. Um, I invite you to do it with me and look into this as well. (laughs) 
Um, and obviously a big push for this is my mom visiting. Um, as I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, mom's coming tomorrow. She's going to be here for nine days, uh, which means like I, I've had to get a lot of stuff done ahead of time in my work during my work hours to essentially plan for nine days off. Right. Like what an amazing external time constraint. (laughs) Um, And ultimately this isn't this huge teaching episode right now. I just kind of really wanted to invite you in on my journey. I'm really, I, I'm someone who totally gets obsessed about things. So I, I've, I've kind of started into down this obsession rabbit hole of working with time. And I just want to invite you in on it. If you want to be a part of this journey with me. Um, and, uh, I, I, I'll, I'm sure I'll do it as like, I keep having the, uh, working with it and having the experiential level of knowledge. I'll be sharing more about it, but, um, I'd love to hear from you connect with me on Instagram or at the dirty alchemy. And, uh, Another note in here is that I was talking with a client uh, about this and getting all excited about working with time. And she was like, oh my gosh, I'm actually working with time too. And when she explained how she's working with it, I was like, oh my gosh, we're working on this on, on such different angles, but just to, to give a different flavor of this. And um, I'm not ready to step into this version of it, but she was talking about um, walking uh, embodied how do I put this in the way that she did? Essentially, when you're moving throughout the world, realizing that you are channeling time. So in the transitions from one thing to the next, from walking from downstairs to upstairs, can you actually, with so much presence um, and intention of time moving through you, walk up that staircase with that? Or when um, brushing your teeth in the morning. Can you have that level of awareness that, I mean, we, time doesn't actually exist. We see this in quantum physics, like it's a construct of our brains. So can we actually come to it at that level of knowing of that level of presence? I just found it so beautiful. She's a Libra. And I was like, oh my gosh, my way is so Virgo and your way is so Libra. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. Maybe if, if you are uh, some other um, flavor of astrology and, and you relate to time in a totally different way, I would love to, I would love to hear that. Cause like my, ver- my very mercurial brain like went straight to like, like, how are we going to schedule this in? And like, how are we going to commit and decide that this is done? So Anyways, as business owners and entrepreneurs, uh, there really is no cap on how much money we can make. And there's also no cap on how much we have to actually work in our business. So, you know, like the 40 hour work week was actually invented by Henry Ford. I'm from Michigan. So we like actually learned about this in elementary school or high school or whatever year it was. Like it was a cap on uh, where factory factory hours were just like this massive, long, crazy hours that you would work in a factory. Um, and it switched to, he switched it to a 40 hour a week cap on your hours so that to create the idea of leisure, right? Like if you work too much, you actually don't have, uh, you don't have leisure time. You also can't really be a consumer. He, he essentially created the middle class of consumers. So interesting. But uh, we are not factory workers. If you're tuning in here, you probably own your own business. You're probably self-employed. 
and you're in complete and total control of your hours. Like it, it, you're not required to work 40 hours a week. So what would happen if you cut that down? What would you do? Like, could you get the same results? Could you get your clients the same results? This is a question for you. Like, very rhetorical. <laughs> Something to contemplate for yourself. And um, another aspect of this is uh, quantum leaf uh, is quantum leaping. Sorry, this is a little off topic, but it, it's in relation to time. And we talked about quantum leap being a little bit on the podcast before of, of this idea that we can actually bring the future from the future actually into the now. So that's another thing we're gonna. I'm gonna be playing with time and how do we actually bring that future into the present. And that's, that is an aspect that I've, I've worked with quite a bit over the last year. Um, and it does super quicken the process of manifestation. Um, but I kind of want to double down on it now with this, 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 um, emblazoned passion of, of time mastery. Um, so anyways, you guys, uh, that's it. It's just an invitation. I, I wanted to invite you in on this journey with me of contemplating time and working with time and what that actually looks for um, us in our businesses. And um, definitely take this to your journal. Take this to, if you are excited by it too, take this to your journal of like what actually matters within my business, what actually moves the needle forward, right? What actually matters? Are the perfectly edited podcast episodes necessarily for, necessary for hitting my business goals? Or is posting on Instagram seven days a week actually getting me closer to my goals? Like, What are the tasks that could actually be eliminated here? That gives you time back. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being in this conversation with me. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. I can't wait to connect with all of you on this. And I can't wait to um, circle back to this in a month or two and, and really see where the journey has taken me. So um, aloha, everyone. And you have a lovely, lovely week. Okay, just kidding. <laughs> you guys, I was um, at the gym in a, in a class and I realized that I did want to add a little add-on to the end of this episode to, to bring back full circle the point that I brought up in the beginning of the episode, which is around the potency that we can have with our focus. Like returning to that gym example. Um, oh, I should also note, if you're watching on, on YouTube, yes, I you're going to see a completely different room because I changed around my office to like put this little cute twin-sized ottoman for my mom visiting so she has a place to sleep comfortably <laughs> so new office setup hope you love it um but back to our gym example of where when we go and we work out and we're actually putting our full attention and our focus into our bicep when we're doing the bicep curl or to the muscles that are actually engaging when we're doing various exercises it makes it so that we can make our time more potent and also collapse time. So instead of like just 
unintentionally unfocused going to a group gym class and just going through the motions, doing the reps and finishing the damn thing. Um, instead going there and with your full attention, full focus and the entire time being really vigilant with your brain, with your mind, with your focus around what that, what you're actually doing, connecting with your body, connecting with that end result of building those muscles, building that strength, building that mind-body connection, it collapses time, right? Because you're, you're not going to have to, you're going to get to that end result quicker than just going to the gym and doing all, going through the motions. So that's my intention with time, um, with doing this really intentionally focused work with time. So I just wanted to, to add that on to the episode. <laughs> um, inspired by the gym. So let us all make our time more potent. And um, I'm really excited to be doing some time magic with you all. Bye.